This podcast was created on the lands of the Jar Jar Wurrung. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Indigenous Australians. Hi, welcome to Playground Tales, a podcast for kids. <laughs> it's stories about us. Students in grades four, five and six at Winter Flat Primary School. We're going into the wild in this episode. We talk to a real-life vet to find out what life is like helping animals. We imagine the conversations our pets would have if they could talk. And we discover what animals think of humans. If your pet could talk, what would they say? I think we should just leave the cities and plant way more trees and just live out in the bush. Wow! If my pet could talk, he would say that he's a secret spy, because that would be cool. If my pet could talk, it would probably tell me I need to go to the toilet. Normally barks at us when it goes to the toilet, but it would be much better when it just goes, I need to go to the toilet. If my dog could talk, he would probably ask me if we could go for a walk, because well, he always brings like a lead or something to me. When that happens, I normally take him for a walk. If my dog can talk, he'll probably say feed me because my dog's a pig. He eats a lot. Well, my mum cooks him up rice and dog food with kibbles and then he eats that and then you want more. If my cat could talk, it would probably say, let me go outside, feed me, I want more food. If my guinea pig could talk, it'd probably tell me to let it out of its cage and let it have fun. Into the wild for a little while, it went crazy while the trees were wavy and it smelled like gravy. Elephants were stomping while I was chomping on a coconut. We interrupt this podcast to bring you breaking playground news. I'm reporter Bo coming live from Winters Flat Primary School and there's been a monster unleashed. (laughs) Details are still unconfirmed, but one of the teachers has turned into a giant T-Rex. Our eyewitness Raven is here on the scene. I was um, sitting in a classroom doing a test when I saw um, the teacher's eyes go red and I was like, what? Do we know what happened? She took the whiteboard marker lid off and her eyes went red and then bang, like she just turned into a dinosaur. Police Sergeant Naomi is here investigating the situation. Yes, that's right. We can confirm a teacher has turned into a dinosaur. We don't know how it happened, but we have had reports that the teacher picked up a whiteboard marker, took off the lid and turned into a dinosaur. (laughs) Yes, I've seen it all before. Back in 1976, the great dinosaur disaster. I can still see the faces of those terrible dinosaurs. Right now, we haven't got solutions, but we are working on containing the situation. Look out! The dinosaur's heading this way! Help! 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 Help
to that report, though. We'll keep an eye on that story and bring you more news as it comes to hand. Coming up on Playground Tales, we get inside the minds of animals to discover what they think of humans. But right now, it's time to meet our special guest for this episode. Yvette Berkeley is a vet from Castlemaine Veterinary Clinic and spends her days treating animals of all shapes and sizes. She's in conversation with Millie. Good morning, Yvette! What type of animals have you treated? Mainly cats and dogs. I've worked all around the world, so I've treated monkeys, but mainly small animals. I did do large animals for a little while. They were always after hours in the middle of the night, and I just... It was too cold in the middle of the night, so I got out of that. And just now, I choose to do cats, dogs, rabbits and birds and guinea pigs and the occasional snake. Do people comment on your name, Yvette, because it rhymes with vet? All the time. As if it's the first time. (laughs) And in fact, in one of my first jobs, I was living in this little island in the Irish Sea. My mum and dad used to call me, and they would always ask to speak to Yvette. They would always say, which vet? And they'd say, Yvette, and, and then it would be this wrangle, like, well, there's a lot of vets here. <laughs> and then say, no, her name's Yvette. <laughs> so, yeah, I would get a lot of that. Do you get sad when you see animals get hurt? Um, I do, I do, but I just block it out because um, usually it's an emergency and, and so we just kind of focus in on, on the problem and, and sorting that out. I think like doctors as well, if they have a sick child or, or anybody, they, they put that to the side and they deal with it later. They compartmentalise it in their brain and they'll go back to that later and try and try and work it out. Although, I mean, we'll often be crying in a consult with people because stuff is just so sad and you can't change it. If you could be any animal in the world for a day, which one would you be and why? I think I'd be one of those big cats, you know, like a cheetah or a panther, like just m- moving through the the jungle and going so fast and getting up those trees. I think they're so athletic. So, yeah, I'd be a cheetah. Thank you for your time today. It's been a real honour interviewing you. What animal would you be? I wouldn't mind being a flying fish. They're cool. Take a listen to this episode's Secret Sound. Here's a hint, it is an animal. Keep listening to find out what our secret sound is at the end of the episode. Tic-tac-toe, give me a high, give me a low, give me a three in a row. Johnny got hit by a UFO! Imagine if we could get inside the minds of animals to find out what they really think of humans. What do you think they'd say? I think that uh, most... Like animals, like dogs, they think that they own us. Some animals do like humans because they feed them good food and they take care of them. I think animals think that, oh, those cruel humans, for example, some sort of shark or something would say, ooh, a tasty jellyfish, and then they'd go over and eat the jellyfish, but it's a plastic bag. And then it's like, oh, it's one of those nasty human foods again. I think animals think of humans like we're super like wealthy and rich and we don't really care about the animals except we just have them. Say so if like your dog or a cat was on your couch or something 
and like you walked past or went outside, they were like, oh look, there goes my owner again. <laughs> I think the uh, like dogs and cats think we are their servants. They just like want more food or want sleep or want us to go to bed so they can have fun. Eight, nine, ten. You didn't muck it up, so you're my best friend. And that's the end of chapter ten. Let's hear a word from this episode's sponsors. All new happiness food brought to you by Santi. Is your pet depressed? All new happiness food made for fish, cats, dogs, birds, hamsters, rabbits, llamas, pterodactyls and some toddlers. It's yummy too. Our secret ingredient is antidepressants. Think of how happy your pet will be. May shorten lifespan. Get it today for $159.57. But your pet will be so happy. Would you rather control the wind or the sea, and why? I would control the water because I like Poseidon and Aquaman, um, and you can tr- control any animal as well. And you can like spray water out of your hands, and you can probably fly like that. And you can swim, and you you can hold your breath for ages and ages. I would control the wind because that would allow you to fly and a lot of other abilities like like if there's a storm or something you can control it, make it worse, make it better. You'd be able to like lift things because you control the air and stuff so it would sort of be like telekinesis. If I could either control the wind or the water I would usually control the water because uh there's only 5% that hasn't been explored in the ocean, I'm pretty sure, and you could go explore that because you're just underwater forever and ever. If I could control the wind or the sea, I would control the wind because basically with the wind, you can like pretty much control the, the water. You could just make yourself fly, and if you wanted to go underwater, you could like make an air bubble with air around you so you can breathe. Did you have a go at guessing this episode's secret sound? If you guessed the magpie, you're right. Take a listen to another amazing podcast made by primary school students in New South Wales. It's called Pod Squad. We love it and think you'll like it too. This is super gross. Would you eat a cockroach for $100? Yeah? Yeah. If it's cooked? No. 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 Maybe. <gasps> what is the weirdest food combination you can think of? Um, tomatoes and cereal. Well, cereal has, like, milk, and to- milk wouldn't go w- good with tomatoes. Uh, lettuce and mm, toast. Why is that weird? Well, the two colours don't go together, and... They don't smell delicious together either. Thanks for listening. 
Playground Tales is recorded at Wintersflat Primary School in Victoria, Australia with students from grades 4, 5 and 6. Thanks to our teachers and also our principal, Suzanne Kinnersley. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Tell your friends and family too. 